This is Shannon Ray Davis, and you are listening to Omega Man Radio. Welcome to my world, the world of the Omega Man. Join us here for the nightly marathon, broadcasting Monday through Friday. You can find us here on YouTube, and we encourage you to report for duty. Get trained up. World of the Saints is coming. You want to be an overcomer and endure till the end. We will teach you how. We cast out devils. We command healing to the sick in Jesus' name. And we preach the full gospel of Jesus Christ to win souls for Jesus. I want to encourage you right now to subscribe right here on YouTube to this channel. Smash the like button and share a link to our live chat room to everyone you know right there on Facebook. Get them to come on out and tune in and join in the fight against the host of hell. If you'd like to support this work financially, we have a PayPal button on our website. We have GoFundMe, Zelly, even Take Bitcoin. And we thank you in advance for partnering with us. Our website is OmegaManRadio.com. One more thing before we start tonight's show. To the demons tuning in. We're coming for you, demon. No demon is safe. Sister Vils. Good morning. God bless you, Brother Shannon. God bless. How you doing today? I am doing well, sir. Praise hey, the Lord. How are you? I'm doing good. Much better than last week. Uh, almost yes, finished with this blasted sinus infection. So praise God. Yes, sir. Um, Amen. <laughs> folks, welcome aboard. We're excited to be here today, Tuesday, November 7th, 2023, with Dr. Deborah Vells. Sister Vells, uh, you want to open us in prayer? Yes, sir. Father God, we just thank you and we praise you, Lord God, for this precious day that you've given to us. We thank you, Lord, for all that you're doing and all that you've already done. Father, thank you for the word that's already gone forth today. We ask that you continue to minister, Father, that, Lord God, that you have your way. Oh, God, touch your precious men, servants, and maidservants by the power of God and Lord God we thank you Father God for all that you will do let your word go forth Father God we bind every edict of the enemy now in Jesus name and we thank you Father for uh, the word of God we thank you for the Holy Ghost and we ask you Lord to have your way now in Jesus mighty wonderful name we pray amen and amen I say amen to that Sister Vells before you bring the message Tell people about your ministry and how they can find you on the web. Yes, sir. Um, well, Brother Shannon, uh, first of all, thank thank you for allowing me to be on. And uh, we just want to let the people know if you'd like to reach us, uh, you can do so by way of our website. First of all, setfreeoutreachministries.org is our website. Um, also, uh, you can reach us by email, set. Um, Hold on now. I just just got a brain cramp. 
<laughs> setfreeblackwell at gmail.com is our email address. If you want more information about uh, our services, you can email us and we'll be glad to send that to you. Brother Shannon, we are on um, YouTube. Apostle Deborah Vales is our YouTube channel. This is where our we live stream. Also have Set Free Live Monday through Friday. We come on on YouTube. And I am back on uh, Facebook for right now, Brother Shannon, on my personal page, uh, Deborah Ann Vales is our personal page, and I'm a little hesitant still about Facebook, but the Lord told me to get back on there. So right now we are there, uh, so people can see us there. Those that are on my YouTube, on my Facebook channel, um, but YouTube is really where uh, we would like to let the people know. Uh, to keep up with us, Apostle Deborah Vales. And it is a blessing and an honor to be able to be on these platforms uh, because God is using it and we want to do all that God has told us to do in this time. So I'm thankful and honored to be here. And also, Blog Talk Radio, we're on, uh, set free live as well. So these are just a few right there that we're doing right now, Brother Shannon. And I'm looking to go uh, to spread out even more because the Lord has given us to teach more and do more for the kingdom of God. So if anyone wants to stay up with us, if you get on our mailing list, setfreeblackwell at gmail.com by emailing us. That is one of the best ways, Brother Shannon, that people can keep up to know what we're doing on a weekly basis. And uh, I, I just appreciate that. God bless Fantastic. everybody. Hey, there is a new platform I'm just letting people know about. It's called kick.com. K-I-C-K. Okay. You've heard of Twitch. Right. And uh, Kick is uh, going after the uh, Twitch audience. And some okay. people are using it, and uh, I just signed up for a free account there. They thought I'll do some experiments with it. So, um, yes, sir. Check it out. And with that, yes, uh, sir. We'll get rolling, Sister Vells. The mic is yours. Take all the time you like. Okay, thank you, Brother Shannon. Again, God bless everybody. Today, Brother Shannon, I want to talk about prayer. And um, one of the things that um, the Lord has really been ministered to me about is intercession. So today we're going to just talk about some basics of intercession. And I know that all of us are called to pray. But when you talk about intercession, it's where one stands in the gap, makes up the hedge, and really goes to the Lord or before the Lord on behalf some on behalf of someone else or a situation or a nation or maybe their region. So we're praying not for ourselves, but we're interceding on behalf of others. So we want to talk about that today. And I want to begin by sharing some scriptures. I want to talk about, first of all, read uh, James 4 and 8. It talks about when we draw nigh to God, he will draw nigh to us. To draw nigh means to come near. And in order to be able to hear God on behalf of others, we got to draw close to the Lord. Okay. And so when you draw near, you go close. You approach. And we can come before God now, each of us. We don't have to go through anyone. We can go on behalf of others because now we can come boldly to the throne of grace. So when you draw near to God, it opens the door for God to fellowship 
with you and with me. Psalm 32 and 8 says, I will instruct thee and teach thee in the way which thou shalt go. I will guide thee with mine eye. And I don't know about you today, beloved, but we definitely need to be instructed and guided and taught by God. And God gives us this promise that he will teach us. He will instruct. He will lead. And he will guide. John 16 and 13 through 15 says, How be it when he, the spirit of truth, is come, he's talking about the Holy Spirit, he will guide you into all truth. For he shall not speak of himself, but whatsoever he shall hear, that shall he speak. And he will show you things to come. He shall glorify me, for he shall receive of mine and show it unto you. Now, we know that Jesus said this before he died. He told the disciples, this is what's getting ready to happen. The Holy Ghost, I'm going away, but I'm going to send the the comfort of the Holy Spirit. And now in the earth realm, we have the Holy Spirit. He is here to lead us, to guide us, and we definitely need that. So in prayer, you must understand that it's important to take time to uh, listen to the Lord, to, to heed his voice, because he will give instruction. He will lead us and he will guide us. And that that he says, that is what we do. Praise the Lord. Okay, Ezekiel 36 and 27 says, And I will put my spirit within you and cause you to walk in my statutes, and you shall keep my judgments and do them. Now, this is a a very key verse. When the Lord gives us his Holy Spirit, he has given us uh, himself, and we're to walk the way he wants us to walk. I was listening to my dear brother before that was on before me, Brother Shannon, and I'm always blessed by uh, my dear brother because he preaches the word that is clear. I mean, it's precise, it's straight to the point, and it's right where we need and what we need to live right. And God in this scripture here is telling us he's putting his spirit within us so that we could walk in his statutes. We cannot expect God to move if we're not going to live according to the word. And that's what my brother was talking about. So it ties in that as God puts his spirit within us, he's also wanting us to walk accordingly. And many are not doing it. Many are doing their own thing, living the way they want, but then expecting God to yet move. And he's not going to. So we want to see God move, but we also got to do what the word says here. Then he says, you shall keep my judgments and do them. So The law of the Lord, the word of the Lord, we're to keep it. We're to hide it in our heart that we don't sin uh, against God. We must have God's word. Thank you, Father. John 14, 16 and 17 says, And I will pray the Father, and he shall give you another comforter, that he may abide with you forever, even the spirit of truth. Whom the world cannot receive, because it seeth him not, neither knoweth him. But ye know him, for he dwelleth with you, and shall be in you. Now again, beloved, 
This is Jesus talking that he's going to give us the Holy Spirit, and he has done that. He will abide with you forever. Now, this is a key. We're not alone. You're not by yourself. Hallelujah. If you're serving the Lord, you have the Holy Spirit, you're not by yourself. He's promised to abide, to remain, to dwell, to live with us forever. He's the spirit of truth. Hallelujah. The world doesn't understand nor can can they comprehend the spirit of truth who is the Holy Spirit. Many things God has us do. The world may not understand it. Sometimes your family don't understand what you're doing. Others don't understand. If they're not uh, 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 serving the Lord, for example, walking with God, a lot that we do, Brother Shannon, is foreign and it looks crazy. But it's not crazy in God's eyes. Hallelujah. And when we follow God and we do what he wants us to do, then he does what he says. Praise the Lord. So it says that the world cannot receive it because they, number one, cannot see. That means understand and comprehend. Neither do they know him. Okay? But we do. Thank the Lord. We know God. And if you're walking with the Lord, you know when you get that prompting. You know when the Holy Spirit is convicting. You know when something is not right and the Lord is nudging you. Make the change. Make a correction. Don't act this way. We we know. Amen. Because the Holy Spirit is gentle. He never forces himself. And I'm going to talk about that in a minute. He doesn't push, but he will lead. And this is what God wants to do in us. Amen. And then the Bible says he will dwell with you and will be with you. Praise the Lord. All of this helps in intercession because we cannot even intercede without God dwelling and without him leading and giving us how to pray. Now, the Holy Spirit is a counselor. That means that word parakletos uh, literally means one called alongside to help. And that's what the Holy Spirit does for us. It also means comforter. That means he's a strengthener. He will strengthen you in times you feel weak. You may think that you cannot go through a certain issue or go through a certain thing. Yes, you can because the Holy Ghost will strengthen you to do it. Then he is your helper. He is an advisor. He is an advocate. All of these things the Holy Ghost will do. He'll speak for you on behalf of you. Come on. And then intercessor. And this is why we must know how to pray so that we can go before the Lord on behalf of others and be an advocate, an advisor, a helper, a strengthener. All of these things the Lord puts in us. Oh, my. Thank you, Jesus. And so the word of God, it is lightens up in us even more when we understand what God does through the body of Christ and through his people. And then he's an ally and he's a friend. Jesus is a friend that will stick with you. Okay. The Holy Spirit moves in harmony with the word of God. And that's vital for us to know. God speaks in line with his word. The more word you know, the more understanding you will have of his character and his ways. All right. So Exodus chapter 33 and 13 says, The Lord looketh from heaven. He beholdeth 
all the sons of men. So God is looking and seeing exactly what's taking place. Psalm 25 and 4 says, Show me thy ways, O Lord. Teach me thy paths. We want to be able to walk the path that God wants us to walk. And as he teaches us and shows us still things to do, amen, then he gives us how to do it. So he doesn't just tell us what to do. He'll show us, but then he'll walk with us. And that's wonderful. Okay. So how can one know that God is speaking? How can you know? How do you know that that voice you're hearing is the Lord? Is the voice you're hearing gently leading you or commanding and harsh? Okay. Now we got to know that God isn't commanding in that way. He's not harsh. He will command. He'll give a directive now. But he's not harsh and he never forces you to do anything. Glory to God. Remember that. So Psalm 18 and 35 says, Thou hast also given me the shield of thy salvation, and thy right hand hath holden me up, and thy gentleness hath made me great. God is direct, but he's gentle. He's good. He's kind. He's meek. He's loving. These are the attributes that God has. Okay, James chapter three, verse 17 says, but the wisdom that is from above is first pure, then peaceable, gentle and easy to be entreated, full of mercy and good fruits without partiality and without hypocrisy. So we can tell when God is in a thing. When he's leading, when he's moving because of his attributes. Number one. Number two, God leads. Satan drives. Okay, God leads. Satan drives. John 10 and 4 says, and he put it forth his own sheep. He goeth before them. And the sheep follow him for they know his voice. When you know God's voice. God will lead you. You'll follow him. God convicts. This is number three. Satan condemns and he brings guilt. How do you know when God is talking? You can tell. God will convict you. Satan is the one that condemns. Okay. Psalm chapter eight, verses one and two says it this way. O Lord, our Lord, how excellent is thy name in all the earth. Who has set thy glory above the heavens. Out of the mouth of babes and sucklings hast thou ordained strength because of thine enemies. That thou mightest steal the enemy and the avenger. And finally, God does not use fear to motivate. If fear overcomes you, it is the enemy speaking and not God. So 2 Timothy 1 and 7 says, For God hath not given us the spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound mind. So that that's motivated by fear is not from the Lord. Okay. All right. So we must listen. Listening is a key to intercession. We must have the ability to 
to be calm and listen to God. And oftentimes, if you don't have that endurance, you don't want to wait very long. And sometimes waiting is, 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 is very beneficial, okay, because God may not speak in one second. You know, it may, he may, we may do this over some hours, all right? And so we must be able to listen to the Lord. The Word encourages us to watch and pray and to keep alert. God can be silent at times. Keep waiting and do not allow the enemy to cause you to succumb to unbelief. So Hebrews 4 and 11 says, Let us labor, therefore, to enter into that rest, lest any man fall after the same example of unbelief. So we have to be able to rest in the Lord, wait on the Lord. Amen. Isaiah, I think 40, 31, I love that scripture. Those that wait on the Lord, he's going to renew your strength. We must learn how to wait on God, be still. And, and some answers may not come in three or four days. It may take weeks. It could take months. It could take years. However long it takes, we have to be willing to wait on the Lord. Because even in waiting, God is still moving. God is still is, 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 is speaking. Okay? He may not speak on that issue, but he's still speaking. He will lead you to some things, through some things. So we have to be willing to wait on the Lord. Okay? God rarely speaks audibly, although he does. Okay? He will speak audibly. Okay? I've, I've, I have not heard him speak audibly very much, but I have. And those times are very sounding. I mean, you know it. You know his voice. However, he speaks through the Holy Spirit. Amen. He speaks through his word. He'll speak through your mind and spirit. It is important that our mind, our will, and emotions be whole and connected to the Spirit of God. If you're fragmented, you have doubt, unbelief, fear, you're going to waver. And so we have to be whole in this area. Okay, if there's a breach in your emotions because of hurts and wounds, it can cause your hearing to be disrupted. So, again, we have to walk in in the peace of God, the love of God, you know, all of this to keep that um, to keep sharp with the Lord. When things happen uh, for me, Brother Shannon, over the last you know few weeks or so, different things have occurred. But we have we have steadied ourselves. And one day the Lord told me, steady yourself. You know, that meant calm. Don't don't get rattled. Don't allow the enemy to rattle you. And sometimes you have to steady yourself. You know, when things are happening and almost one thing after another and you're getting bombarded, but you don't want to get thrown off. You want to be able to stay level. You want to be able to hear what God is saying. You want to be able to walk the way God wants you to, even in the midst of situations and crisis, because God will give you his word. Amen. And if you're not to do a thing just because, you know, you're being bombarded doesn't mean you're to react uh, a certain way. You must really allow the Lord to help you and he really will do it. Okay. The Holy Spirit never speaks contrary to the word of God. Very vital, very vital to know he will not. Okay. So how do we hear the voice of God? Okay. Number one, we must bind the voice of the enemy. 
bind the enemy in the name of Jesus, according to Matthew 16 and 19. Okay. And then number two, you must submit your will and reasoning to the Holy Spirit. Okay. Trust God with your whole heart. Trust God with everything. In this day and time, we have got to trust the Lord, even with things that are happening that you may question, things that happen suddenly, you have to trust the Lord. So I want to read a few scriptures here in Psalm 119, verse 104. Psalm 119, verse 104, and it says, through thy precepts. I get understanding. Therefore, I hate every false way. So through God's teachings, through his word, you're going to get understanding. Even things that you may be going through, God will take you to his word and he will begin to speak to you. He will give you his peace. He'll let you know that he's with you and that that's false, that that's not right reject it, renounce it, keep your eyes on God, keep pressing toward the Lord, keep praying, keep seeking God, and you will keep God's peace, you'll keep his favor, you'll walk in his love, the joy of God will be with you, thank you Holy Ghost, I love you so much, amen, his joy will be with you, my God, even contentment will be with you, everything you need, God will make sure you have it as you walk In the precepts of God. Now I also want to go over to verse 125. Of the same chapter. Psalm 119. 125 it says. I am thy servant. Give me understanding. That I may know. Thy testimonies. So God again. God wants us to have his understanding. When we ask the Lord, when you ask him, Lord, I need your help on this. I don't know what to do. When you ask God, believe you me, he's going to give you an answer. He's a present help. Remember, in the time of trouble. Okay. And then a very familiar scripture that we're familiar with is in Proverbs chapter three, verse number five. We, we know this scripture, but we're going to read it. Proverbs 3 and 5, it says, trust in the Lord with all thine heart, with everything within you. Again, trust in the Lord and lean not unto thine own understanding. Sometimes we even want things to go our way. And God's saying, no, that's not the way it's going to go. It's going to go this way. It's going to go that way. But it will be God's way still. So we have to trust God. We have to know that God is sovereign. He knows what to do. He's faithful to his word. Okay. And he will not disappoint us. Praise the Lord. Okay. Let's keep going. How to hear God. Another one. Do not get ahead or lag behind the Holy Spirit. Do not get ahead or lag behind. This is very, very important. Before sharing or before speaking even, allow God to develop what he gives you. Now, as I pray for the word of God even, you know, when I have to minister, I can't get ahead of God, can't lag behind. But I want that word to minister. It has to minister to me as well. So we want the Lord to minister to us. Okay. Um, 
So before sharing, allow God to develop what he gives you. Okay, wait until he's through and that he gives you the release to share. Sometime we share too soon. I've done that before and I didn't really have it, but I spurted it out. No, the Lord wanted to work it in me first. Some things you need to walk out. When you walk out, it becomes a part of you. Okay, so I want the word to become a part of my life. Do not try to make things happen. Many times we want to do that. No, let God be God in your life. Okay, he's very, very, uh, uh, this is very key. Now let's read Proverbs 16 and 9. All right, Proverbs chapter 16, verse 9. It says, a man's heart deviseth his way, but the Lord directs his steps. Now God wants to direct our steps. We could say what we want in our heart, can't we? We can say, I'm going to do this, I'm going to do that. But if we really want God's direction, he may take you in a whole nother way. And then we have to say, well, am I going to do it my way or God's way? And I can tell you that God's way is the best way. Thank you, Father. All right. Let's go to um, Jeremiah 10 and 23. Jeremiah chapter 10, verse 23, it says, O Lord, I know that the way of man is not in himself. It is not in man that walketh to direct his steps. Now, in other words, again, we don't want man's way. We want God's way. So even when we need to be corrected, we have to say, Lord, correct me. And Jeremiah said that, correct me. Sometimes we need to be corrected. When we've done wrong, we're going wrong. Father, I don't want to be walking in error. We want the correction of God. We want it to we want to do it the right way. And when we trust God and allow him, okay, he will. So again, when we're talking about don't get ahead, don't lag behind. When you find that you've rushed a little bit, just just stop. Say, wait a minute now. Lord, I want you to lead me. I want you to guide me, and God will do it. Okay, another one, be trustworthy. The more God can trust you, uh, the more that he can trust you, the more he will entrust you. Okay, so if God can trust you, then he will entrust his word. He'll entrust you to pray for people. The more he can trust you with the information he get, amen, that you'll handle it correctly, then the more he will entrust. Okay, very, very key. So let's go over to. Isaiah 45, verse number 3. Isaiah 45 and 3 says, And I will give thee the treasures of darkness and hidden riches of secret places, that thou mayest know that I, the Lord, which call thee by thy name, am the God of Israel. So, you know, when God gives us his word, speaks things to us. Those are treasures. And for me, that's not to be taken lightly. I take very seriously uh, when God reveals things and when he reveals his word, even when he gives messages and things. Praise the Lord. It's a, it's a precious, precious thing. Hallelujah. God's word is precious. and We want to handle that word right. We want to do right by that that God gives to us. Praise God. Okay. Pay attention to your dreams. This is another one. Pay attention. Now, not all dreams are of God, 
the ones that are will stand out to you and will leave a deeper impression on you. You will be able to remember them. Write them down. Okay. In doing this, you'll be able to recall the details and the Lord will be able to speak and give you wisdom that's needed. He will direct you in sharing what he is showing or revealing. So it's imperative to write things down. Write your dreams down. We know that Daniel was a dreamer, for example, and God also revealed his word. You can read more about Daniel in Daniel chapter 2, verses 19 through 23. Let's give you a few of these scriptures. Okay, Daniel 2, 19 through 23. Daniel chapter 7, the, the entire chapter, but let me give you these scriptures specifically. Uh, verses 1 and 2, verse 7 and verse 13. And finally, Daniel chapter 9, verses 21 and 22. Just a few scriptures, okay? All right. Do not be afraid of silence, okay? Do not let silence alarm or throw you off. Many times, God is silent, okay? And just because he's silent and he doesn't speak right away don't mean he won't, okay? And he may not speak right away, but you must trust God. Because he does hear you when you pray. Sometimes it may be that God just wants your worship. <laughs> Keep your heart clean and pure before the Lord. God desires you to come close to him and love him. So again, be still and know that God is God. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. I like the scripture. I'm going to read it in Psalm 23. We'll go there real quick. Psalm 23, verse number 2. And it simply says, He maketh me to lie down in green pastures. He leadeth me beside still waters. Now that's calm. Okay? You gotta let God lead you. Let Him guide you. Let Him direct you. God knows exactly what to do and how to do it. Okay, now a little bit about the Holy Spirit. Who is he? Okay, he's a he's a person. He's part of the Trinity. Okay, he's a person. He does not move outside of God's word or exalts or calls attention to himself. There are varieties of gifts, but the same spirit. There are varieties of ministries, but the same Lord. That means different. Okay, there are varieties of effects manifestations but the same God works all things in all persons so that's 1st Corinthians 12 4 through 6 okay the Holy Spirit is convicting and he will plead as well all right John 16 and 8 says and when he comes he will convict the world concerning sin he convicts us as well and then righteousness and judgment concerning sin because they do not believe in me. That's what Jesus said. So when the convicting power of the Holy Ghost comes on a person, they experience various things. Wait on God's timing when God convicts. Pray and be mindful to follow God's instructions concerning what and how to move in these situations. You know, I've been in services where the convicting power of God will fall on people 
And oftentimes they'll come to the altar or they're convicted maybe to uh, forgive, you know, to release hurts, release things that that they've been bothered with for a long, long, long time, you know, and you finally get to a point where they say, you know what, I need to let that go. I need to really let it go for real. And when you say you let something go, but then three months later, you're still battling with it. You didn't let it go. If you really say you forgive, but then six months down the road, you still got the same hang up. You didn't release it. So when you forgive, when you release for real, you let the Lord in an area. It's dealt with. I remember going to, and I'll say this, uh, going to Lake Hamilton several years ago, the very first time I went there, and um, precious uh, Mother Jerry McGee prayed for me, and she prayed on an issue, and that day, that issue fell to the ground, and I dealt with it right there, and I've not had to deal with it anymore, because I dropped it. I did exactly what she said, and when you do exactly what the Lord tells you, when it comes to unforgiveness, fear, whatever the situation is, the Lord deals with it right then, right there. Okay, so the convicting power of the Holy Ghost comes on us right when we need it. And it's dangerous to bypass that conviction. It can be. It can be very dangerous to know you're convicted of a thing, but then you don't deal with it. And you don't let the Lord deal with it. So the Holy Spirit comes on us. And this is a facet of prayer that we must recognize. That's very, very important. Thank God for the convicting power of the Holy Ghost. And so when you bypass that and you just gloss over it, you can become callous and hard. Before you know it, there's no conviction in your life. And without the convicting power of the Holy Ghost, how will you be drawn to Jesus? It'll be very difficult to be drawn to him. So we must not allow uh, our, our area, these areas in our life to become hardened. Okay. Then we need to be cleansed. Mark 11, 15 through 17 says, this is where Jesus instructed the people that the house of God was a house of prayer, but the people had made it a den of thieves. He let them know that God was not pleased with what they had, they were doing in the house of God. Many times God will send his word to us and let us know if we're doing things that he's not pleased with. Many times what we do, if we're not careful, we'll get upset with the one that's speaking. But we shouldn't get upset with that person. Not when the Lord sends a correcting word. He sends a word and we know that we've been caught up in something. We should, we should repent of it and get right. The Holy Spirit does the same thing. Listen, he will convict us of sin. He'll let us know when, when, when we have things in our lives that are not right. So when we're called to minister to others, he will let us know what's on God's heart. I just came from an area where I had to preach a message and the Lord did not know what I was going to share. But the Lord began to give me what I was to share. And it was really a very uh, straightforward word. And um, I'm thankful to God. We obey the Lord because, beloved, we must obey. God sends words of warning and whatever the word is. And we don't do what he says. And if something happens, judgment happens, guess what? The blood will fall on your hands. And we don't want that. So it's very imperative. We listen to the voice of God. Obey the voice of the Lord and do exactly what he says. It's also important to remain sensitive to the Holy Spirit and to be led by him 
in order to minister effectively for the glory of God. Then we have communion. Communion involves fellowship, communication with the Lord. God desires for you to come into his presence. He wants to share his heart with you. Jesus prayed for us to have unity with the Father. In that scripture, I'm going to read it. It's John 17, verses 20 and 21. John chapter 17, verses 20 and 21. And it says this. Neither pray I for these alone, but for them which also, them also, which have believed, which, okay, let me start again. Neither pray I for these alone, but for them also, which shall believe on me through their word, that they all may be one, as thou, Father, art in me, and I in thee, that they also may be one in us, that the world may believe that thou hast sent me. So Jesus was praying for us. Thank the Lord. (laughs) He interceded for us. And he's still interceding for you and for me. Then the Holy Spirit is compassionate. Each time we see in the scripture where Jesus was compassionate, we also, compassionate, we also see a move of the Holy Ghost. Compassion will move God and cause vital action in the lives of those who need it. It is important to have compassion for God and his people. If we're callous and hard toward people, there is not going to be much compassion there. Okay. Hallelujah. (laughs) Thank you, Jesus. Jesus loved deeply and he walked in it. He will teach us, beloved, to do the same. All right. The world knows that when we display the love of Christ, uh, they know that and they'll be drawn by the love of God. Many people are looking for that love. They're looking for that one that will will that they can identify with and we can identify with Jesus. When Jesus came on the scene, he, he identified with with the with the, with the publicans, with the sinners. He identified with them. And he, he sat down with them. And he ministered to them right where they were. No, he didn't compromise with them. But he could identify. Hallelujah. Okay. So, Matthews 9 and 36 says, But when he saw the multitudes, he was moved with compassion on them because they fainted. They were weak. Okay? And they were scattered abroad as sheep, having no shepherd. Oh my. Jesus had compassion on the people. He knew that the harvest was great, but the labors were few. And it's the same today. The harvest is great. There are many, many souls, many, many people that need Jesus Christ. And we need to make sure that we have the love of God so that we can minister according to to the word and by the word of the Lord. Praise the Lord. Okay. Very, very vital. All right. I'm going to read another one here in Matthew's chapter 20, verse 34, Matthew's 20, verse 34. So Jesus had compassion on them. He touched their eyes and immediately their eyes received sight 
and they followed him. I believe these were the blind ones. They were blind and they went to the Lord and asking uh, that the Lord would open their eyes. Hallelujah. And guess what? He did just that. Many times we don't ask the Lord to do a certain thing. And when we ask him, the Bible says we'll receive. So we must ask the Lord. He's faithful to his word. The Holy Ghost again, another facet, he's a counselor. So in order for the Holy Ghost to come, Jesus, we know, had to go away. Okay? The Holy Ghost is a counselor. He helps us with decisions that need to be made. He walks us through difficult situations. This is vital to know, and it's very vital. I'm, I'm so glad that God walks us through. I'm so glad that he will not leave. He will not forsake you. Okay? All right? He will come to your rescue and to the rescue of people when you pray. That's what an intercessor, that's why an intercessor is so important. This is why God is looking for those that will stand in the gap. You don't have to know everything about the situation. You don't even have to know about the person. But if the Lord puts a name on your heart, just lift them up to the Lord. Get still before God. Pray it through until the burden lifts. Whether you know about the situation or not, don't need to know all the time. Sometimes we don't need to know all these things. We just need to trust God. We just need to give it over to Him. Hallelujah. Because when you're that, that type of intercessor is pure. You don't have no contaminants. Then your mind doesn't waver. And then you're not making a decision on how you'll pray. On what you'll pray. But when you don't know what to do, oh my God, I love you, Jesus. Hallelujah. You have a better edge because then God can really drive the car. But when you know, sometimes we know too much. It's hard to really know then if you're praying the will of God or if you're praying your will. We must pray God's will. We must have his heart and we must have his mind. And that takes walking purely with the Lord. Walking in the spirit of God. Lord, I love you. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. God will come to the rescue of people when we pray. All right. So it's Jesus. The Holy Spirit didn't speak of himself. He only spoke what he heard from the Father. And this is very key. What are we speaking and where is it coming from? Is it really coming from God? Is it coming from your own arsenal? Is it come from your own reasoning and mind? Because if God don't witness it and he don't confirm it, then you better check and know where it's coming from. Hallelujah. Okay. Now, just a little bit here on the importance of prayer. Always confirm the word, confirm with the word of God. Anything you receive, it's got, if you, you can't confirm it in God's word, uh, put it on shelf. Okay. It's vital that you have the word of the Lord to back what you hear. If you do not have that, place it on the shelf. Okay? Just wait. Okay? You want you want to be led by God. And you want Him to lead. Now, I'm not talking about religion now. I'm not talking about pulling up word because you, you know it from the Logos. That's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about purely the Spirit of God because the Bible says, and even in the mouth of two or three witnesses, let every word be established. So when God really speaks His word, He's going to affirm it more than one time. Amen. God will speak and he's clear in what he says. Do not take scriptures out of context. Okay. God uses scripture to confirm his word 
but he don't take it out of context. Learn to judge according to the whole scripture. Be submitted to leadership and submit what you hear to those in authority so that you remain balanced. So if you're skeptical about something or you're not sure, it's always good to say, can you pray with me about this? This is what I believe the Lord is saying, but I'm not sure. I just want to make sure this is right from God. And when you can't do that humbly, something's wrong there. There may be some pride. Okay, sometimes people think, well, I know I heard this and that, and then come to find out God wasn't nowhere near it, wasn't in it, and then there you stand with that holding the bag. So we have to be very, very careful. Okay, so read 1 Corinthians 14 when you have a chance. It will really put things in balance. Thank you, Father. Now we want to be faithful to the call of prayer. Pray the Word of God. Pray God's Word. God's listening for it. Allow the Holy Spirit to be in charge. Okay, according to Romans 4, I mean, Romans 8, 26, we don't know what to pray for. The Holy Spirit does. So when we give over to God, we're saying, Lord, I want your will to be done, not mine. Pray with understanding. In other words, when you pray in the spirit, God may give you exactly what it is, the understanding. And it may be things you didn't know or you didn't recognize. But when we give over to the spirit of God, then God is able to give us what we really need. We must pray in faith, expect God to intervene, and we pray in confidence. We pray in confidence because of God's word. 1 John 5, 14 and 15, when you have a chance, you can read that. Matter of fact, let me go to that one too. Okay. Hallelujah. Let me go there. 1 John 5. Hallelujah. 1 John 5, 14 and 15. Let's read that. Thank you, Jesus. Glory to God. First John 5, 14 says, and this is the confidence that we have in him, that if we ask anything according to his will, he heareth us. And if we know that he hear us, whatsoever we ask, we know that we have the petitions that we desired of him. We must always keep him first and pray in faith and trust, believe on God, relying on him because God will answer. And then we must take time to listen. We must take time to stop. We must wait. Okay. Continue to pray until the answer comes. There's And, and, and not only that, when you talk about intercession, pray till the release comes. When that release is there, peace comes. You know it's finished. All right. And you can look, you can look up uh, Luke 18, 1 through 8 and read that when you can. Luke 18, 1 through 8. And then meditate on the Word of God. Okay? When you meditate, you think about, you contemplate. All right? And uh, Joshua 1 and 8. Praise the Lord. So, beloved, it's imperative that we walk and learn how to pray and intercede according to the will of God. We want to be faithful to prayer. We want to be faithful to the Lord. It is my prayer that the Lord will encourage you, that the Lord will continue to inspire you, that the Lord will uh, continue to lead God and direct you in the area of prayer. Father, I thank you for your precious men and women of God. I thank you, Lord, for the word of God. I thank you, Lord, that you really are teaching us 
basics of prayer, basics of intercession. I thank you, Father, that you're yet calling us to this place of prayer and intercession to be able to uh, pray for one another, stand in the gap for one another, intercede on behalf of the things that you place on our heart each and every day. And I ask you, Father, to minister as only you can. Father God, we love you and we appreciate you. I ask you, dear Lord, to touch each and every one that's listening now, those that may have needs. Father, I pray, God, that you minister. I pray, Father, that you bring healing. I pray that you bring wholeness. I pray, God, that you continue to help. Lord, you are a present help. And Lord, we thank you for that. Now we give you praise and we give you honor and glory for it all. Thank you for the ministry of the Holy Ghost. Thank you, Lord, for the timeliness of your word. Thank you that you really are a keeper. Hallelujah. And you know what to do. You know how to do it. So we thank you for it today. We love you, Father. Let your perfect, complete, and whole will be done in the mighty name of Jesus. And Lord, we love you and we appreciate you for all that you're doing. Continue to minister, Father God, as only you can. And we love you and appreciate you for it all. In Jesus' mighty, wonderful name, we pray. Hallelujah. We thank you, Lord, for miracles. Thank you for healing. Thank you, God, for continued signs and wonders that you will do, God, on behalf of your men servants and maid servants. Oh, God, lift the burdens and lift the weights, God, off of those that may be carrying heaviness today. In Jesus' mighty name. And we thank you and we praise you for it all. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen and amen. I love each and every one of you, and I pray God bless you in Jesus' name. God bless you, Brother Shannon. Amen. Great word today. We're live with Dr. Deborah Vells. Sister Vells, once again, what would you like to title the broadcast for tonight? Well, you know, real simple, Brother Shannon, the basics of prayer. I love it. Sister Vells, uh, tell people how they can support your ministry and uh, tune into your broadcast. Yes, sir. Well, if anyone would like to support our ministry, uh, you can go to setfreeoutreachministries.org. We do have a donate button there. And also we have a cash app as well, Brother Shannon. Uh, It's Deborah A. Vales, dollar sign Deborah A. Vales is our cash app. Uh, We have Zelle. And the Zell is Apostle D50 at gmail.com. And I want to say thank you for all of you that listen to us. If you want to listen to our broadcast, go to YouTube, Apostle Deborah Vales. All of our uh, ministry that we do live is there. Our broadcast, Set Free Live. It's there Monday through Friday, 7 a.m. Central Standard Time. And I do appreciate each and every one that listens to the broadcast, that comments. And we, we're just uh, uh, honored to be a part and to share the word of the Lord. And finally, if you'd like to email us, you can do that by emailing us, setfreeblackwell at gmail.com and you can request uh, more information about our ministry our zoom links all of that or if you'd like prayer go ahead and email us setfreeblackwell at gmail.com I'll also give you our ministry phone number if you'd like to call us it's 479-567-3043 
That's our ministry number, Set Free Outreach Ministries. We love you, and we appreciate all of you. God bless. Love and appreciate you, Sister Bells, and we'll see you again next week, same time. Yes, sir. God bless you, Brother Shannon. Thank you. You're welcome. Folks, welcome aboard. We're going to take just a break for a moment, go to a song, come back. We've got Speak My Word coming up next. I'm going to refresh MixLR, so stand by for a reset. Here we go.